The Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. So the title of our lesson this morning is invest in gratitude and receive the dividends of the universe. And we have to tell you that we love the phrase, the rhythm of your soul. We loved it the moment it popped into our awareness. And here's why. The word rhythm encapsulates the awareness of source energy vibrating, moving into form through the frequency you are offering to the universe. Just hearing the word rhythm kind of creates an, a feeling and awareness that movement of some type is occurring. Since the movement is occurring is dependent upon the rhythm that is occurring, we have to ask the question, what is the predominant rhythm of your soul? Is it a rhythm, is it a happy rhythm that makes you want to move, right? Is it a rhythm that provides just a beat that frees your soul so you can get lost in the rock and roll and drift away? <laughs> That's going to be stuck in your head the rest of the day, and you know it now. Or is it a rhythm that maybe wants to you to have yourself curl up on the sofa with a blanket? kind of covering your head after you feeling like you just watched Beaches or Old Yellow. <laughs> See, either rhythm promotes and ignites movement. And the subsequent movement indicates the direction your ex experience is heading. And so what we're suggesting is, is that you always allow the rhythm of your soul to be on high. To be on high, vibrating the very chair that you sit in, this higher vibrating rhythm of your soul is intended to inspire you and inspire those around you who without even realizing, realizing it are moving to your rhythm. Their head's kind of bopping a little bit and they don't know why. Now understand, we're not implying that sometimes you just got to dance, although that's certainly true, we are saying something far more important than that. We are saying you have to tune in, turn on, and ramp up a vibrational frequency of source that inspires you, motivates you, allows you to become singularly focused on that which brings you joy, which brings you excitement and anticipation about the movement that is going to follow the rhythm you are offering one of the highest frequencies of spirit you want to turn on and tap in tap, turn on and tap into and ramp up is the frequency of gratitude the more time and energy you invest in the frequency of gratitude the more the rhythm of your soul becomes excited and impassioned to create and experience joy for no other reason than it feels good to be in a constant state of joy now look in the shower, or in the car, 
we're all Beyonce and Ed Sheerhan. We're even, we could even be John Stringer. <laughs> See, if we were in the shower with you, we could have sang that better. <laughs> of course, Kathy shook her head. <laughs> Tune into and ramp up to a frequency of vibration, a rhythm that inspires you to welcome movement. Why do we want to welcome movement? Because at the end of the day, movement equates to transformation and transcendence of that which provides you joy. So blast that rhythm of your soul so loud, everyone around you is doing what? They're head bopping and they don't know why. They're just happy to be around you. In Think and Grow Rich, Pam Grouts writes about a fellow by the name of Yogi Bahan. And Yogi Bahan is a spiritual teacher who introduced a unique form of yoga to the U.S. And here's what he said. He said, I want to make myself so happy that others get happy just looking at me. Yeah. Now, sometimes people look at me and smile, but I think they're laughing at me. <laughs> Maybe it's because they're happy because I'm happy. See, Bahan was saying he wants everyone around him to do what? To do this, to bop their, their head to the rhythm of their soul, to get in alignment with those higher vibrating frequencies of source. Pam said this about her book, Think and Grow Rich. And I know that as we're doing the series on this book, a lot of people thought it was going to be like Butterworth's birth book, Think and Grow Rich. It's not about that. It's about think and grow rich. Here's what Pam said. She said, Think and Grow Rich, this book will not impact anyone's 40K or make them rich in the manner which, by which human society defines being rich. Pam wrote, Think and Grow Rich is about building a different kind of portfolio, a portfolio that appreciates and expands the deep and unceasing abundance you already have. Its purpose is to grow equity, equity, in love, creativity, and beauty. A beauty that's already inside you. She said, there's nothing wrong with financial capital, but let me be very clear. It's incapable of bringing any measure of real happiness. We are people who need to love. We are people who need to love. And to the degree that we are able to do that, we are happy and fulfilled. When the end game is a whole stack of money in the bank, we forfeit our precious time, our values, and the day-to-day -day awareness of our true calling. Security, real security, lies not in collecting gold coins, but in knowing that any time you move forward toward the thing that gives you chill, you're talking about chills. Passion. It excites you. It excites you because you know following that rhythm is going to be movement. And what's following the movement? Transcendence and transformation. Transcendence and transformation. That thing, whatever it is, is what makes you feel most alive. It what makes you it's what makes you feel like you know like you know, like you know, you 
will be blessed and gloriously provided for. The universe, believe it or not, will actually conspire to assist you. So, what could provide more security than knowing that whatever you want is available, not through your stock portfolio, but by the universe that created you for the sole purpose of expanding its glory, its energy, its love? What could elicit more joy than understanding and living from the awareness that your assignment here on planet Earth is to follow that inner GPS of joy? What's pushing, guiding you to experience the holy, the sacred, the knowing that I am here to create as the presence of the divine and perfect form and function? Look, <coughs> pardon me, we want you all to be as financially abundant as you desire to be. Go home, get a scratch off, buy a lotto ticket, win. We want you all to have that experience and to tie. <laughs> but we also want you to understand that the pursuit, when the pursuit of financial abundance allows for the fortificature of an individual's sole intention to create, to be joyful, to live within and as the unrestricted, boundless energy of source, they are here to be the rhythm of their soul has tuned into an earthly race consciousness broadcast station. And here's the dilemma with that broadcast. There are commercial interruptions. It's not Sirius. It's not XM, right? There are commercial interruptions. And so there's a few melodies of financial independence. There's a few melodies of having more than enough. However, those rhythms, those tunes are interrupted by other tunes, other commercial interruptions, you know, the rhythms of worry, fear, lack, uncertainty. And the same rule applies here. The stronger the rhythm, the better the performer, the listener seems to be. So we have to begin tuning out that broadcast tuning in to another station. Rhythm promotes and ignites movement. And movement indicates where your journey is headed. So we have to ask you a question. Are you ready to change the channel? Are you ready to change the channel? No, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Good. Then tune into channel one. Channel one, as in only one channel. It's only one source. It's only one God. It's only one power. It's only one spirit, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, without any commercial interruptions. How's that grab you? You tuned into that channel through the frequency of gratitude, a frequency which allows the rhythmic energy of your being to feel excited joyful and love. Don't invest all of your time and energy in simply the pursuit of money. Money's a good thing, but if that's our only goal, we don't have a portfolio 
that divested, right? We don't have an energy portfolio that's invested. And so we want to spend some of our time and energy in that which brings us joy, expands the awareness of our divinity, and allows us to feel happy and be happy. You know, I was running a little bit behind this morning. happens occasionally. And I'll tell you why, right? So yesterday, I had to drive to Douglasville. You know, West Alabama. (laughs) But I went down because our our sister church in Douglasville has manifested a a new minister, who actually, and I was a part of the... um, ceremony to install them, right? And I had to think about that for a moment. So, so they have now been thoroughly pasteurized because <laughs> of that too. But on my way to Douglasville, the way I get there now from my house, it's very simple. I just jump on 285 and then jump on 20 and boom, I'm there. And But yesterday when I was leaving, I was stuck at traffic lights and there was a fella on the two lanes away from me and at the off-ramp of 20, or excuse me, 285. And he had a sign, probably in his 70s, 60s or 70s, homeless vet, need food, right? And he had his dog with him. And that just, and that was just, oh, so moving to know that he was also allowing himself to take care of a pet, right? So traffic was moving, traffic was blowing, and yada, yada, yada. I couldn't get anywhere. And I thought about putting my flashers on and running across the street so I could give him some cash. And lo and behold, you know, I just got this car, and I didn't know where the flasher button was. (laughs) True. So I left. And I left with the intention of when I come back, if he was there, I would, of course, give him some money. And he wasn't there when I got back. He wasn't there when I got back yesterday afternoon. Late in the afternoon. So this morning, what I did was I made an extra trip out of my way to go by that ramp because I just figured he would be there. Right? And so I gave him the 10 bucks I had in my billfold plus a, a little gift card from Starbucks for $5. And he, he said to me, oh, thank you so very much. Bless you. But now I just need my dog. And I said, well, bless you. I'll make sure you feed yourself too. Right? And so those are the things that we're, we're asking you to invest in. Those acts of kindness, those acts of love. And it, it doesn't have to be that homeless person on the street. It can be a pet too. It can be a loved one. It can be anything that rocks your soul. You follow that? What rocks your soul? And by rocks your soul, it means, baby, it's got to be. It makes you feel good and you don't know why, and all of a sudden you've got disco hair. <laughs> you, you just want to keep on doing it. Are you investing in that? Our affirmation card this week is from Peter Diamandis, who who said this, when I think about creating abundance, it's not about creating a life of luxury. It's creating a life of possibility. It's about taking that which was scarce and making it abundant. So 
why do so many people think that abundance, that their purpose is to demonstrate money first and happiness later? Because you know what happens in that equation? They often never demonstrate either. It turns into a frustrating experience because they've bought into this ego level idea that the way to be happy is with a lot of money. Now, money don't hurt, but money's not about happiness. Happiness is not about money. Happiness is about knowing that you're ending the day living as the best expression of source that you can be. So Pam said this about this. She said, our current economy is based on artificial lack and rampant unsatisfying commercialism. It can never give us what we truly want. One of its key tenets is the fact is to encourage us to seek things we already have or don't need. We already have or don't need, right? We, we, we just have to have that set against two knives. We can't live without a pet rock. Oh, my God. So understand, this is the commercial interruption on the earthly broadcast. These are the things you got to have. And you know what? They're, they're really good at marketing that idea. They set it to a good tune. They set it to a good rhythm. So people are happy and they're dancing. They think they're happy and they're dancing in line to spend money on stuff that they don't want or need. And they don't know why. They just know they're moving. What happens? The other earthly idea that humanity is bought into is that the universe is somehow against them. That everyone's conspiring, the world is conspiring against them through lack and limitation. That we live in an indifferent universe, indifferent universe. When the reality is this, the universe is not operating against anyone as it is always fully and completely operating as everyone. And it operates fully and completely as everyone to the degree that we allow it to do so. Follow that? Of course you do. And the first degree, the first thing we want to do in the morning is get up and do what? Say, thank you, God, thank you, God, thank you, God. For this morning, this knowing, this awareness that today my sole purpose is to express love so that I know I receive love. To express love, to receive love. And what's included in love? All things. What is love? God. What is God? Love. What is, what is that energy, that power? Well, it's formative essence. It's, it's the vibration, the, the movement of the universe coming forward as you resonating with and as that, vibra- that vibration you're kind of moving to. So when we begin our day and that consciousness, that awareness of gratitude for just being the opportunity to express loving kindness, we're moving to a whole different beat. Everyone, whether they recognize it or not, or believe it or not, that is their purpose. To be love. 
express love to humankind. It's a great study that Pam talks about in her book, and it's from an organization called Oxfam. And Oxfam is an organization, it's a global movement of people, I want to make sure I get this right, a global movement of people working to end the injustice of poverty. And so Oxfam puts on what they call hunger banquets. And these hunger banquets are phenomenal because they invite all these people to dinner. And then, as the people come in, they have to draw a card. And the 52% of people that draw the card, um, I'm sorry, 56% of people that draw a card are designated as those that live in dire poverty. So, their evening, for their meal that evening, they're given a handful of rice and a cup of dirty water and told to sit on the floor. Now, the other 42% represents the middle class. And so people come in, they're drawing this card. They're designated the 42% the middle class. And they're given a sandwich and a card table. They sit there. The last 2%, the people that come in, well, all... All goes, all, all, all goes out for them. China, white linen tablecloth, silverware, this huge meal, right? Steak and lobster and all that good stuff that the doctors say you can't have, but you know you can have. And it's a very powerful image when you're in that room. realize what our greater purpose is. And here's the thing about this Oxfam study. What they've realized, and they've done these all over the world, all over the world, when they sit back and watch the 2% when faced with the conditions that people have to live in, they begin to share their meal. They begin to feel that awareness that their purpose is to give. That their purpose is not just to receive, but to share, to give. To give love and compassion to those that are very much in need of a little bit of love and compassion. Dr. Holmes wrote, if we wish to come to the Spirit for the healing of our wounds, let us come in peace with spontaneous joy, for the Spirit is joy. Let us come with thanksgiving also, for a thankful heart is in harmony with life. In this way, we are entering the portals of reality clad in garments of righteousness. Notice something in Holmes' quote. He said, a thankful heart is in harmony with life. He did not say a thankful heart is in harmony with life after they've won the lotto. He did not say a thankful heart is in harmony, harmony with life when they've got all the stuff they can think of. A thankful harmony, a thankful heart is in harmony with life. 
absolutely all of life is implied there. So we come to this journey with one natural innate knowing it, it is to express and experience joy. And the way we know to do that when we come into this earthly school of ours is by expressing love and kindness. And here's the kicker. All else is learned and conditioned behavior. You know, last Sunday I mentioned that I was going to Lost and Found to volunteer, right? Because, you know, I have so much time. But I was going there to volunteer to help them put out the holiday decorations. Now, on a side note, i got to tell you something. There are holiday decorations galore. Oh, my God. I mean, there, there's, there, there's Christmas ornaments and lights, and there's Christmas villages and trees and, and Grinches and Santas and you name it, it's there. They even had that lamp, the holiday lamp from a Christmas story. You know what I'm talking about? The leg lamp. I was going to buy that <laughs> and put it on the welcome table up front, but I didn't think the board would agree. So I bought a four-foot snowman that does this. Here's what I observed. What I observed was there were just a multitude of people volunteering their time and energy, all from various walks of life, a few of them I know. And like me, they had to literally carve out time of their schedules to do what? To be of service. Do they have successful and prosperous business to run, businesses to run? Absolutely. Could they have been doing something more fun than hauling boxes and separating the human Christmas sweaters from the doggy Christmas sweaters? Absolutely. Yet, when I walked in, the very first thing that I picked up on was that energy, that rhythm of joy that was surrounding the entire building. So much so that when you went into the lost and found thrift store, you just couldn't help but tune in. Right? Everybody was bopping. That's what we're talking about. When we say divest your gratitude portfolio to receive the dividends of the universe to experience a joyful life sharing said joy. The new definition of wealth is, ease the, is the ease and freedom to be generous. The ease and freedom to pursue your dreams. The ease and freedom to live for the upliftment of all of creation. Choosing the joy and gratitude frequency generates a different kind of capital, one that feeds the soul, one that serves your real desires to be of service, to be a channel for love, to create insanely beautiful things. Now, those volunteers, the ones who were there, that, by the way, I know who, lived, who live on government assistance because those were there, and there were also those that were there that could have easily booked, and I mean easily booked, a first-class ticket to, to Paris for the holidays and stayed at the Ritz. Guess what? They were all dancing to the same rhythm. They were all allowing that movement to come forward for transformation and, and, and transcendence, right? They were there not for what they could yet, but for what they could give. And perhaps, without even realizing it, they had turned on, tuned in, and ramped up a vibration of source that will only attract 
more joyful good to their journey. Much of humanity has brought bought into this false idea that there is not enough to go around, that they have to get theirs while they can, never realizing or maybe forgetting that we exist in an unlimited universe of good and there's always more than enough. This is why so many people who pursue only money don't have good results. They forgot that money itself is the energy of the divine. It's just an expendable force. And the only way to receive that energy that will make you feel happy and joyful is to release energy to the world with the intent for others to be happy and joyful. In short, we've got to get what we, we, we give and then we get. We give and then we get. Okay, so have I got your attention? You want to give me five more minutes? Because I know I'm running, I'm running long today. I apologize. It's all Dexter's fault. <laughs> so in Think and Grow Rich, Pam writes about this fellow by the name of Ken Berry. And Ken grew up in the Great Depression in a house with no central heat, no hot water. And for the longest time, as most people do, he believed that money would make him happy if he was just rich. And so as a young boy, he mowed lawns, he delivered newspapers, and he became an uber-successful real estate developer. And at 27, 27 years old, he was a millionaire. So as a millionaire, he bought all the stuff that he thought would make him happy. A big house, a boat, fancy cars. And when that didn't work, he just, and he realized he wasn't happy, he went out and he bought bigger houses, bigger boats, and fancier cars. Eventually, he realized that that stuff wasn't making him happy, so he thought he was buying the wrong stuff, and he decided to buy the Seattle Seahawks. Well, that didn't make him happy either. So eventually, he sold his football team and started hunting in Africa, which didn't make him happy. Go figure. And the way he got on these hunting trips was he'd fly over on his private jet. Right? And when he could, he would take supplies and books and medicines for the local guys. And a charity that heard of his flight asked if he would be willing to make a detour to drop off supplies for Kosovo refugees. And after loading 15 tons of canned meat, they noticed extra room in his plane. And they asked if he could take six, six wheelchairs. And he agreed. So while in Romania, they unloaded the plane and Bering himself passed out the wheelchairs. And he was grabbed by one of the young refugees who had stepped on landmines and lost his leg. And the boy, young boy refused to let go of Bering's leg. And he said, don't leave just yet. I want to memorize your face so when we meet again in heaven, I can thank you one more time. Now since then, Bering has given away over a million wheelchairs. And he said of that encounter, 
that that was the first time I ever experienced real joy and happiness. That was the first time I ever experienced joy and happiness. Look, we want you to have everything on your vision board. Everything that's on your vision board. We want you to have it. We only ask is that if you feel for some reason it's not coming fast enough or at all, that you change the station. Change the station just a little. Discover a different rhythm to move to. What rhythm? A rhythm that frees your soul. A rhythm that lets you do what? You know the words. Get lost in your rock and roll. And do what? Drift away. Drift away. Christine Northrup said, feeling grateful or appreciative for someone or something in your life actually attracts more of the things that you appreciate and value into your life. All we all want you to leave with today is this. You are a powerful, powerful, powerful expression of the whole of the universe coming into this existence in this moment. And you have the ability to shift entire worlds just with your thought. Just with your thought. And when you've got that, begin saying to yourself, what do I want to move today? And how do I want to move it? What rhythm do I want to dance to? Do you have that choice? That's the choice that allows you to invest in gratitude. And as you invest in gratitude, you expand your portfolio. And then the dividends start paying off. They start rolling in. And you will discover that your purpose is joy. That's your re reason for being. And so ends our lesson. All right, for our offering this moment, this morning, the um, Sacred Sound Ensemble is going to play for us, and then John Stringer will close us out with a new song. Oh, the village. All right, please, uh, <laughs> please affirm with me, Infinite Mind, Infinite mind. in, as, and through me, blesses and multiplies my tithe. Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.